Welcome, welcome to episode two of After Duty Hours. I just want to state that this podcast has no affiliation with Ramstein Air Force Base, U.S. military branch, or the U.S. government. I'm your host, Renee Flores Jr., and I have a very special guest with me today. It is a president. I'm not talking Joe Biden. I'm talking about the president of KMC First Four, Damashie Reed. How you doing, man? Pretty good. I'm uh, excited to be here. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm excited to have you. Yeah. Did I say your name right, by the way? Demachie. Demachie. Yeah. Sorry if I... Demachie. Sorry if I messed that up. That's probably why I'm not a teacher. I don't do roll call. I think uh, you told me a little story of that's kind of how you got your nickname. What is your What are some of the nicknames you have? Um, so I would say I got the nickname in elementary school. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people struggled with saying my name. Yeah, because uh, it's just me. so so unique. Um, shout out to my dad for that one. Yeah. Um, but um, the shortened version is Demo. So it's Demo? just a fur first four letters yeah um is what i usually go by so okay yeah. cool um so now that i have you here man and you kind of seen um how things are being ran and you you kind of see behind the scenes now of what it actually looks like to be on the podcast what do you think so far um honestly uh when you came up to me and pitched it to me i was a bit skeptical i'll be honest with you yeah fully transparent um but I had faith that it was going to be like pretty pristine. So like from the little test runs that you had to Mm -hmm. um, the pilot episode, like it's been pretty spot on and I'm excited for what it's doing. uh, Not only for the community, but also for yourself as well. Um, I know you're growing at the same time uh, while doing this. So, yeah, well, me and my team, thank you, man. Like um, we've put in a lot of our own hours into this, um, you know, even weekends. Um, so it was it was nice to kind of learn more about you know podcasting and th- what kind of works go into it. Uh, it's pretty challenging stuff, but I mean I feel like anybody if you set your mind to it, you can definitely achieve it. Um, but let's now that you know we got your name, your nickname, we want to know more about Demo. So kind of like talk to us about who Demo is today. Um. So today uh i would say um you know i'm feeling a little little happy you know it's yeah. a little cloudy outside no i'm just yeah. um me Rams- today i would yeah. say I'd, i've grown a lot um since the beginning of my career so um born and raised i'm from ohio a big ohio yeah um shout out to my ohioans out there yeah shout out ohio um, yeah Love Texas though. I yeah, just put yeah. that out there, but yeah, he loves Texas. A little disclaimer. H-town, though, for yeah. real. Oh yeah, hundred ten percent. Yeah, I I like this guy already. But um, you know, coming fresh out of high school and you know going into this uh, this lifestyle, uh, I would say is just uh, it was hard for me just because I mean I was eighteen, freshly eighteen, mm-hmm. um, and I was starting life on my own. Uh, my mom kind of like pushed me out. Um, mm-hmm. She didn't want me to stay in the city like longer than a year so um i did her one better and left about two months after graduation so uh, after that you know i had a lot of bumps uh living in texas um and it was it was pretty hard Um, wait were you living in texas before you went to basic or no uh no so uh after training and everything like that i was living in texas okay so that was my first um and it was it's pretty difficult um kind of like adjusting i didn't know anybody um the only person i had was like my best friend and then uh my co-workers yeah. mostly but 
my best friend and me, like we were kind of like sticking it through together. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really have family out there or anything like that. Um, so it was just really difficult adjusting. Um, I did some good things I would say, but then also did some bad things, um, things yeah. that I've grown a lot from. So, uh, just that growth and everything I went through, it, it's really changed me as a person, um, today. And if I wouldn't have gone through those things, I wouldn't be the man that I am today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you talked about, um, you know, you were in Texas for the first time, how, at 19 you said 18 18 yeah 18. so how old are you now uh, i'm 24 24 yeah so five years later here you are today mm-hmm. can you kind of like maybe talk us through kind of how you got here specifically and kind of the the challenges that you went through and some maybe lessons that you've learned that kind of like here in germany or just like 24 me mm, i would say because i know that you had a tour in korea yeah so maybe talk about you know how you this is your third base right Mm -hmm. so your first base second base third base kind of like the people you've met um things that you've kind of gone through in that transition because now you're overseas i don't know if that's any different um completely different yeah Uh, i would say um korea was kind of i would say korea was kind of like my test in a way like how are you going to handle um, everything that you went went through because I in Texas I dealt with a lot of mental health stuff mm-hmm. um, that was kind of where it was real to me um, just because like growing up um, yeah. in my household it was kind of like mental health wasn't really a priority um, mm-hmm. it was more so just like hey just brush it off and yeah. how many people on. were in your household um, so it was myself my little sister my mother and my uncle okay. um, so about four people and I was the man of the house yeah so um, that was a lot of weight on my shoulders. Yeah, because uh, you, you had to pick it up. Oh, you, know, you had to grow up fast. Yeah, exactly. So, so um, just with that, it just wasn't a priority. But then, you know, I started to get help a little bit more towards the end um, of me being in Texas. Uh, I sought therapy. Um, mm-hmm. I got diagnosed. I was like on and off uh, antidepressants. And it really was um, a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of change. Um, but then, you know, I go to Korea and uh, I'm kind of like more so proving myself when I don't need to, um, just based off everything that I went through. So um, I had a great, great team behind me, um, a lot of good mentors that I met while I was there. Yeah. Um, shout out to them 110%. But it was just it was a really big test for me so i got off the antidepressants i was still seeking therapy just because i felt like i needed to still take care of myself yeah um i dealt with depression anxiety Mm -hmm. um and it was a lot i had a really good therapist and she helped me through a lot and you know i got to work um in medical so uh, i had met a lot of great doctors and got a lot of recommendations that's how i actually got off antidepressants um they were recommending like vitamins so um vitamins are alternative and there's multiple different like foods that you can eat um in order to boost your mood um especially living over here in germany too Mm -hmm. um i still take some to this day um so it's just getting on that uh really helped me a lot it helped me understand myself and then also look out for others as well. Yeah. Um, that's how I kind of got involved with the Airman's Council over there. Um, mm-hmm. And 
you know, just speaking to different airmen around the base mm -hmm. uh, is just, is really eye-opening. Were you in like a position in that other airmen's council? Yeah, so I was the vice president over there. Okay. Um, it was my first time even holding an executive position. So okay. it was very new, it was very different. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously I have my own critiques where I feel like I could have been uh, a lot yeah. better in the position, yeah. um, but I just took what I learned from there and applied it when I got here. Mm -hmm. um, so when I got here, you know, I kind of um, more so did the same thing that I uh, did when I went to Korea and kind of just kept my head low um, yeah. and just focused on, you know, my work mostly and kind of like perfecting that, perfecting that. And then uh, mostly I would say mm, I'd networked a lot I, more than what I did in Korea um, yeah. just because of where I was working. My job is like very customer service based. So mm -hmm. I got a chance to talk to like a lot of different people um, working a lot of different jobs in a lot of different areas. So yeah. um, I did that. And over time, you know, people noticed and I got a lot of mentors over here and mm -hmm. they're like, hey, you should get involved with the, the first four. Like they, yeah. they could really use you. And um, they told me that and I found out the previous council shout out to them um and my mentors here I got, yes okay. uh i got in contact with them and they pretty much uh i would say kind of like brought me in a little bit closer yeah. um and i offered up my experience as a vice president um to them uh towards the end of their term and then yeah. i ended up getting voted in and here I am. This yeah. is the first four president. So like whenever you like even back on your first base day, you said you kind of did this airman council and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like when you were going through, you know, that that mental the mental problems that you said you were going through was getting recommended and having your mentors recommend kind of like even being in this leading opportunity that that somewhat also help like deal with that situation that you were dealing with what do you mean exactly like uh you said like you were going through a lot of things when you were 19 or 18 um mm -hmm. whenever you were living in texas I, i'm not really sure where your first duty station was so it went texas korea and germany okay mm -hmm. so like you said you were dealing with that stuff you, you know back then when you were you were in antidepressants you you said you got off before you went to Korea? No, so I got off when I was in Korea. Okay. Yeah. So you were still in kind of like those uh you were still vice president going through stuff like that as well? Uh yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, I would say. Yeah. Would you say like uh like it was was that helping or or um you, you know what I'm trying kinda, to say? Yeah, it kind of sh like showed me like how to how to have a balance. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when you're in these positions and this is just like kind of like free game to, to anybody that's watching. Um, when you're in these positions, you have to learn how to have a balance uh, yeah. when it comes to uh, work and uh, your personal, your personal life and doing extracurriculars. Like you have to have a balance yeah. or else you're kind of just going to be all over the place. And for me, I kind of like, I felt like in Korea, I was a little bit all over the place. Like mm -hmm. it's a lot of stuff going on. Um, and I just didn't really focus on a balance. It's more so kind of like, um, uh, just do it, get out the way. Um, and then also I felt like in being in a VP position, like I wasn't really like, doing much i wasn't trying to like step on any toes or anything like yeah. that i was more so observing and then just giving my little onesie twosies yeah um here and there so 
it it was a balance was was key yeah really i only mention it because i think it's important for anybody listening like i mean we all go through you know tough times and you know growing up can be tough some um sometimes because we're learning and in learning we're making mistakes and you know it doesn't feel too good to kind of fail or make mistakes at sometimes and you know some people need help dealing with that type of stuff mm -hmm. so i think yeah, i think it's great that you're kind of open to to let people know that you've been through this and you've gotten through it with with help and mentorship so i feel like anybody listening right now like if you're going through something i think it's very important like it's it's not it's okay to voice yourself because you shouldn't bottle it in there are people that want to help don't be ashamed um making it feel like you're different from everybody everybody goes through something like that i've went through sadness i mean you're talking about a guy who you know was paycheck to paycheck you know went to his job 2 30 p.m got off at like 10 30 p.m never saw the sun i used to go home play games until like 3 a.m wake up just before work and then and then i just never did anything and i think it's important when you reach out for help you know people what you expect from people is different than what you're actually thinking you know people are going to help and i and i have mentors now and that's why i vouch for mentors because you've mentioned it now so that all the more means you know it it works and you know there there might be different ways of you know helping but I think I think it's good that you shared that, man. Like I think it's very important for the listeners too, and th and that's what this podcast is about. Um, just being beneficial to your ear and applying things that, to your life that you can take from this podcast. So I appreciate you for for opening up like that. Oh, yeah. I do want to ask. Um, you told me a little bit about you know acting. I know yet you have a passion for that. Not only are you a leader, but you want to act. So. Yes. Do you, you try out for Disney or? Um, so you got to have the triple threat. Can you sing? Enter. Yes, I can. Okay, but hey, play the music. But <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. It's I gonna would, be it's gonna be the after after duty hours where you can hear that. Yeah. No, I'm just. I kidding. would say um, entertainment was kind of like my first love. Mm -hmm. Um, even like growing up, I was dramatic. Yeah. Still to this day, I'm kind of dramatic. So, um, I'm just being honest, but. Um, it was, it was my mom, really. Um, she kind of like, my mom always like pushes me uh, yeah. when it comes to certain stuff. So, um, you, I was like, let's see, I was like maybe 13 at the time. Yeah. Um, she had told me about, um, this talent agency that was doing a yeah. kind of like a test run uh or audition convention yeah. uh, about an hour away from where we lived um and she asked me she was like hey do you want to try out for this i'm like yeah yeah of course um so we ended up signing up and you know we got our ticket or whatever um and then you know we drove up there mm -hmm. and uh where to it was uh like where exactly yeah like where was the area was, was it just like was it like top secret like uh, where you no it was cleveland Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, we drove. Oh, it's nearby. Yeah, so about an hour away. So we uh, were up in Cleveland, and we're like in this like convention center area. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a whole bunch of kids. 
yeah. a whole bunch of kids. And I'm there, and pretty much they had a line. They gave us a script, um, and we would go in front of a camera, and we would go off the script, you know, do our little thing. They said, just just read the script. Yeah. Plain and simple, just read the script. Um, but in the back of my mind, I'm kind of like, okay, well, yeah, you got to act out. Yeah, you gotta I got to show them. I got to show them. Like, I yeah, got a little. Show them who Damo is. Yeah, a little something. <laughs> so. Uh, read the script and then I actually got a chance to meet um, one of the uh, characters from Zoe 101 mm. uh, he played uh, not Chase but yeah. Logan Logan uh, yeah he was like the, the bad, the bad guy yeah he was yeah. the bad boy so I got a chance to meet him um, at a young age that was when like Zoe 101 was like yeah. popping at the time still I, I mean those um, Halloween episodes were gas oh yeah 100% yeah, yeah. so ended up meeting him uh, did the audition and then you know we headed back uh, and we just waited. Yeah. Uh, weeks go by, and you know, get a letter in the mail yeah. uh, saying like you made it. Oh uh, snap! You're going to Disney World, and you're gonna. Uh, oh snap! You got like, the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, so it would just said a lot in the letter, just saying like, yeah. oh, you're going to Disney World, and yeah. you're gonna do do uh, do all this. Um, there's multiple other applicants that made it, so on and so forth. Yeah. And then here's the fee, um, X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And I told my mom. Uh, I screamed out my door saying, like, I made it, I made it, I made it. Yeah. Um, and I'm on the phone with my mom. She's like, oh, you're so happy, da, da, da. And my mom, she ended up uh, calling my aunt. Yeah. Now, my aunt does, like, a lot of research um, yeah. on certain things. And so, basically, um, they ended up finding out that that agency was scamming. What? So, here I am, oh, heartbroken. I was so hurt. Why would I do so, that though? I have no idea. Yeah. Um, Dang, but, all those kids must have made it. I guess. Yeah. So <laughs> wait, the fee? Did you have to pay it, or did you pay it already? No. Oh, so they didn't really. So scam we paid for scam. like a ticket to audition. That's about it. Oh, that's yeah. you know. so. Um, that happened. Wow. I was just like heartbroken. Uh, yeah. I was still involved with school and stuff like that, like doing choir. Yeah. And like musical. Um, but other than that, like as far as like being in front of of, of a screen um, and actually like being on a cast and stuff like that, I'd never got that experience. So wow, um, missed out on that. I mean, it is what it is. But wow, I mean, there I am now. That sucks, man. Yeah. Seriously, I'm sorry that happened to you. Um, but let's go ahead and get into our next segment. So we're gonna talk about you being the president of the first four mm-hmm. uh we're just gonna kind of go through this pretty quick uh i just want to kind of ask why are you in this position like did you want to be in this position obviously i mean you wanted to be in this position but we just want to know why um so the reason why um is mostly because i care about people mm-hmm. um and when i say like people i mean like people like it doesn't yeah. matter what you are uh what branch you are or anything like that i care about people yeah. you just want to help day. yeah so i was um really in what's crazy is i was in real deep thought when they had uh asked me to go for the position yeah. um just because i mean you got to have a why behind everything that you do um that's what i tell um all my people like you got to have a why you shouldn't do things aimlessly. So yeah. my my why was really just wanting to take care of people, um, take care of the community, and just kind of like just be there for people, honestly, yeah. um, and show that that we have a voice, um, no matter what, how many stripes you have on your chest. It doesn't yeah. matter. Um, so with the things that I went through, that plays a very very big factor. Um, just because I was alone, 
um, given I did have my best friend, but um, even that, even then, like I didn't have my family or anything like that. It was just kind of like me handling things on my own. So I don't want anybody to ever go through the things that I went through alone. Like you're always going to have somebody there. So that's yeah. why I always take the time to like talk to people if they want to talk you got an idea you got an issue it doesn't matter like we'll address yeah. it um we will address it um as a council but then also like um i know what people to get in contact with uh, yeah. when it comes to addressing certain things so um that's really my why honestly yeah that's good uh, so you are in a leading position and i know it's not all easy so what are some of the challenges you've faced so far being in the kmc first floor um so I would say the challenges is really, uh, so I would say just kind of like understanding like, hey, like you're going to mess up um, yeah. and being okay with messing up. Um, and I would say I kind of just like, ju just kind of like take it because before I mm -hmm. just... I beat myself up so, so much, so yeah. much, um, where it's like, like a perfectionist. Like, yeah. It, it was somewhat like a perfectionist. So, um, I would beat myself up so much and I would not be satisfied with what I was doing, but it's like, Hey, like, yeah. like you're growing, uh, rather than seeing it as a negative, see it as a positive because yeah. you're getting in these situations, you're dealing with these people. Um, and you know, they're, you're handling any type of issue that's coming your way. Yeah. Um, and you're learning how to address it. So then when you get into these p other positions, um, you'll know how to handle it perfectly. Um, so, uh, it's all just a part of learning truly. Yeah. truly. Is delegation um, kind of tough to do? Delegation is tough just because yeah. I'm, someone that likes to do it my way yeah um, and my way only but mm -hmm. it's like i can't be like that yeah just, it's kind of hard to do do it like that anyway yeah and that's some of the things we've learned as uh, you know presidents um previous uh, experience of a president for a private org i yeah. was with you know it was it was hard to delegate because um it was either hard to trust people um or i wanted it my way and you know so I, I could totally relate to that. And I think uh, I think it would be even be kind of tough to delegate to people you don't even know. Oh, no, it's 110%. Like, so it's like yeah. a KMC First Four has like 150 members. And, if, you know, if a member you still don't know. Growing. Still growing. It's still growing, yeah. too. Um, I think whenever a stranger comes up to you and they're in the First Four and they kind of introduce themselves, they want to, you know, take on this thing. So you delegate to them. It's kind of hopefully they you know they pull through you know and no, i think i think that would probably be a, a tough challenge is that you're gonna have a bunch of people you know in the kmc first four you know come to you and try to you know seek out those lead leading opportunities not saying it's not it's it's bad to hand those out you're supposed to yeah um and that's another thing i kind of had to realize is like it's not just you yeah it's a whole council. It's a whole yeah. team. It's people that are actually seeking to grow in these positions and you can't really hold them back. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of feel like a lot of people um, don't realize that soon enough uh, when mm -hmm. they're putting these leadership opportunities yeah. like these. These positions are meant for growth. Um, so you have to learn how to delegate. You have to learn how to work with others. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to learn how to communicate well. So those are like the biggest mm -hmm. things that that I would focus on if you are looking to seek a leadership position in any type of role. Yeah. Um, 
just because that's the only way you're going to flourish. Yeah. And my term isn't forever. So yeah. I hope there's some future presidents watching out there yeah. um, to take my position and honestly do it better. Um, yeah. That's all for I sure. want for anybody. Lay the, the path no, you know, for them. 100%. That's yes. always the goal of every private org is you, you want it to keep improving. So we talked delegate, learn how to delegate. What are four more quick pieces of advice you would give to the next future president of KMC First Four? Um, stay patient is one. Stay patient? Yes, stay patient. Um, you know, take the information that you get. Um, think, it, think it through. Reflect. Mm -hmm. Patient um, with people and, um, and situations? All of it. Okay, all everything. of it. Um, stay patient with everything. Don't, don't immediately make a decision. Um, like, think it through. Um, if you have an issue, you know hear people's opinions and how they feel and take all that into consideration and then apply, then apply your answer. Um, so patience is one, um, communicating for sure. You got to communicate. Um, a lot of people don't know how to communicate, learn how to communicate. Yeah. Um, cause communication is key. Um, you're mm -hmm. dealing with a lot of different personalities like this this person may want to communicate this way but then this communicate this person yeah. wants to communicate a different way you have um, to learn about people you got to understand that people are different and the way you you talk to them or address them is going to be different so you have to be adaptive exactly so exactly that's yeah. how that's how you have a smoother team um it's easier to work with people mm -hmm. that you kind of like get to know yeah. um rather than just like coming in just executing because yeah. you can't just come in and execute like you got to know your people a little bit more so then yeah. you, you have can, to tend to it yeah 110 yeah. you gotta when you get to know your people you execute flawlessly yeah um so that's i really really tried my best to get to know people uh when it comes to being in these positions so yeah. uh staying patient and communicating um are like kind of like my top two uh when it comes to that okay that's good man like um i really appreciate you and i'm pretty sure the the listeners are going to appreciate that too of people who you know are finally you know seeing you know kmc first four because i didn't hear about it at all until the end of december last year so that's kind of what this platform is to kind of introduce and open that doorway for those to come come in and if you want to make those changes impacts you know we're open arms and we're all for improving each other and in order to kind of catch everything that we're doing today make sure you follow our facebook page kmc first four uh we're available on spotify and apple and youtube um so far leave your suggestions if you want to see other uh, platforms that do podcasts if you leave those suggestions we can take a look at them and and we'll get right on it i think it's pretty simple um from the re research we've been doing but i really do appreciate you and your team and i think you know you have a great team with you i mean your vp on point she's very smart and i do believe she's an expert in professional development mm -hmm. she has that experience so and your secretary I mean, we talked about this plenty of times before. She she out here typing away, man. Like at every meeting, she's just typing on her laptop. She's capturing every Literally. bit of notes. Yeah, she's she's going hard, man. Whole she's, time. Whole yeah. time. Like I said, she if yes. she was in a in a courtroom, she would capture the whole case right there. And then um your your treasurer, 
he's doing a great job too i know he's put on um some recognizable events such as the mental health awareness that we talked about uh, mm -hmm. on last episode yep and then the ukraine drive you know four thousand items and climbing it's probably reached five thousand by now honestly uh, but he's doing a good job at that and i think the kmc first four what it is as of now is a perfect representation of what airmen should strive for developing uh, developing those leadership skills getting them ready for the next position that they desire and that's you know see i mean nco um because as you as you go up you're going to want to have those leadership um, skills developed already because if you're trying to develop them at, when you become a uh, an nco then you you might kind of struggle at first because it'll be new always act into that next rank that you're you're wanting um let's um uh, so quick little segment music you love music yes i, I love, love music. music too yeah um you said you like biggie to uh, an extent, yes. Yeah, to an extent. Yeah. There's something that uh, we I kind of want to do as a host is just give a little gift to the guest. Um, sorry that I didn't do a little bit more research, but you're kind of limited on Facebook. Okay. So I wanted to give you just a little collectible item. This oh. is uh, Life After Death. This, oh, is, this is a, a CD. Yeah. Okay. So there it is right there. Oh, yeah. This is nice. I hope you enjoy that, man. I should take it back and go like buy a cd player honestly. yeah yeah with the mm -hmm. headphones and everything yeah i mean like i just thought it was a cool little thing i actually okay. bought it a while back i was like hey i mean i never know what i would use this for but you know i, oh, I collect uh, records so awesome. i wanted to pass that down to you and i hope you enjoy your gift let's uh segue into the closing remarks do you do you have any closing remarks for this um so i will say a uh, big shout out to my team uh i would not be mm -hmm. here without y'all um y'all have taught me so much so far um i know we're still um you know we're trucking it out till december but big shout out to my team yeah. um from from myself and uh and across uh i'm not gonna say down below just because i feel like we're all on the same yeah, page but for sure you're a part of that the team peers. and i appreciate you too you, as well um so big shout out to them um everybody's a go-getter everybody's really putting in that work and i love to see the growth honestly mm -hmm. um and then also uh, i want to take a second second to say um take care take care of yourself yeah. um you know notice the signs um it doesn't hurt to talk to somebody um don't bottle up those feelings or anything like that um and you know if you ever see me around base like feel free to have a conversation with me um i'm very approachable um even though i usually am like on go all the time <laughs> yeah. um but i'm still very approachable um i always have time to talk to people so um like right now yeah exactly so um that's pretty much it stay involved with us uh, we do have some open positions if you're looking for a, a, an opportunity to uh lead so just hit us up on Facebook, ask yeah. about it, um, and then we'll get you taken care of. But that's pretty yeah. much it for me. Well, appreciate you, man. Thank yeah. you for being 100%. on the show. It was a pleasure. And I, like I said, I'll say it a million times more. You and your team are doing great. Keep doing a uh, proactive uh, private org that you have mm -hmm. going here. And, and that's I know that's not easy to do. So It's I, only up from here. Yep. Um, so, listeners, I know I'm calling you to action, but... 
uh, leave your suggestions and leave uh, some questions. Uh, there's always ways that we can improve the the podcast. Um, you can provide us segments that we can ask the future guests, whether that be eating hot wings, like uh, the hot wing style, where we interview while eating hot wings on levels one through ten. That would be kind of fun. I know a treasurer for that. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Well, let me know. Leave a comment. Uh, um, so our next guest, if you're wanting to leave a, a question for our next guest, so our next guest, the topics will revolve around starting a business. Now, he specifically has a clothing brand. So if you're, if you're kind of interested in starting a business here, especially overseas in Germany, he's the guy you can ask some questions. He can probably get to the get you to step one faster, you know, instead of taking a bunch of trial and errors. And then he has a healthy lifestyle. So his gym schedule is pretty consistent. He, he makes time for it. So if you're kind of struggling how to get started and or, you know, struggling on how to keep it consistent, then send in your questions. Um, also, send in who you want to see next as a guest. We've discussed previously that we have already guests lined up all the way to mid-June, but there are spots open. So if you just leave their names in the comments, we'll reach out to them and invite them over. And then, uh, yeah, it'll be pretty fun. We're just trying to get everybody on this podcast, share their uh, share their opinions, voice uh, voice themselves, share their strengths, stuff that they uh, they can teach others. And then, yeah, we're just looking for a good time here. And one thing. I'm glad I remembered. I might want. I'm gonna announce it, and this would be the first time you're hearing it. But me and my wife are expecting. Oh, sh yeah. congratulations! Yeah, oh. she's five weeks in, <laughs> <Okay>. man. <laughs> congratulations! Yeah. Dude. I'm she sorry that I just announced that out of nowhere, <laughs> but like I wanted to say that on the first episode, but I forgot. Yeah. But. Yeah, man. In 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 due time, we'll we'll figure out what what's in store for us. She's she's giving me the side eye, the boombastic side eye right now. But okay. Well, thank you for tuning in to episode two. Oh, six weeks. That's what she meant. Anyway, uh, thank you for tuning in to episode two of After Duty Hours. We'll see you next time. Thank you.